Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It with Krish. Today I'm joined by Nicholas Hang, a D1 tennis player at Auburn studying pre-law. Welcome, Nico. Thanks for coming on the podcast. How's everything going so far? Are you currently on Thanksgiving break? Krish, thanks for having me, bro. Um, dude, everything's been going good. Um, I mean, getting into college, it's been, yeah, currently on Thanksgiving break, um, which is, you know, we got the whole week off, which was really nice, but it's been, it's been a lot. Um, it's just like a whole new lifestyle, just a whole bunch of things being thrown at you at once. Um, but it's been good. Like generally speaking, it's been very, very good. I'm really loving it. Yeah, that's great to hear. Definitely, you know, a lot more independence and, and freedom in college. Um, you're definitely lucky you got the whole week. You know, I only got um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, but fortunately I'm back home in Tulsa. You know, just tell the background, tell the audience a little bit about your background, kind of how you got into tennis um, and how your experience at Auburn has been so far specifically with tennis. Yeah, um, I got into tennis when I was, I would say like seven years old, um, maybe like a little bit earlier, but I mainly just started playing because my siblings were playing. And I'd always go to this one club um, that I still train at now whenever I'm home called Athletic Club Alabama. Um, but yeah, so I just fell in love with the game when I started playing. And then it kind of went from a hobby to something a lot more serious. I'd say when I was around 10, um, started going out to like different academies. I was training at Old Town in Atlanta for around a year. And then we're actually um, one of my roommates right now. We trained together um, in Old Town at that time. And then kind of went on to Spain. I went to Spain for a year, which was crazy experience. Um, yeah, how, when how, was your, how was your experience with Spain? If you want to dive into that a little bit. Dude, it was just like a massive culture shock, honestly. Like, I was just not expecting, like, anything. I just went in there and just, like, kind of wanted to play tennis. But, like, European culture, Spanish culture is just, like, so different. Like, um, just the way that – I'm uh, even just the way they play tennis, like – I've never been like so I've never been like worked to death, but like that's that's just kind of what I experienced there. Just like ball side to side, just absolutely grinding. Um but yeah, Spain Spain was I mean, honestly when I look back, I don't really think it was like an experience where I'm like, Oh yeah, I got so much better from that. It was just more so yeah, I got to experience that, go to a foreign country at a young age and just like, I don't know, just a great experience. And then I went into Tucker Tennis Academy. At, in Tulsa when I was 13 and then graduated there. And then, you know, I'm still in touch with everyone there. That's how I met you, you know, met everyone. It's been, it's been crazy. Yeah. And, you know, reverting back to Spain a little bit, did you play normally on clay or was it hard court? Oh, it was like, there weren't even hard courts at the place I played at. It was, it was just clay. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, and what's that difference like, you know, because, you know, typically in, in U.S., as far as I go, um, I rarely play on clay. You know, it's it's mainly hardcore here for tournaments and everything. So what was that experience like? Yeah, um, playing on clay, it's just like a completely different ball game, honestly. Like when I came back after Spain, like my strokes were like so much loopier that I literally could not time hitting the ball on an indoor hardcore. Like it was actually like I struggled really yeah. hard playing <laughs> on hardcore. Um, but red clay in particular from what I noticed is like much different, even just from like the green clay here. Um, it's just like, it's just a lot slower. The ball is heavier, um, just way more time. Like, and I would say from when I was in Spain, that's kind of where I like kind of developed a bit of my, my play style. Um, just kind of more of a grinder. Um, just say like overall. Yeah. I just like, it's just, it's so different. And like, it was really influential to say how I'm playing like now. 
Yeah, that's great to hear. And, and talking about how you're playing now, you know, you're playing at Auburn and are you playing singles or doubles? Like how's the season gone so far? How, how's the, how's the bond like with your teammates? You know, I'm sure you've met some incredible athletes there. I mean, college is crazy because we have nine guys on our team. who are all ridiculous, like ridiculous right. players. Yeah. Um, just the level of training, like on a day-to-day basis is just so much higher than what I've been used to. Like it's so much more intense. It's just like, um, you know, honestly, like when we go out there, like anyone can be anyone. Um, but like, man, I don't even know what to say right now. There's, there's just so much to think about. Um, but what, when you mentioned like singles or doubles, I'm actually redshirting this year. So I'm not really playing singles or dubs. I'm just taking this year to train. Um, but in terms of like hours of playing, um, we do like, we have like, like NCAA rules. So like 20 hours a week. So I would say typically in a day, I'm actually training a lot less than I would back at a junior academy probably three or four hours max a day. Um, so we always have two hours of team practice every day um, from Monday through Saturday. Um, Saturday could be like probably like three. Um, and then we always have like conditioning or um, weights like one hour a day. Um, so it's actually it's not like a freaky amount of hours. But those hours that we spend on court or in the gym or on the track are just like the hardest hours like I've ever spent on a tennis court like because at Tucker, we, we would go probably like four and a half hours on a court a day. Um, and I would just kind of go out there and play and cruise a little bit. But like whenever we're playing, it's just the most intense practices. Like it's crazy. It's just like, yeah, it's so yeah. different. I'm sure it's a, you know, absolutely grueling process, you know, working hard, putting in the hours. What's the recovery process like? You know, I'm sure you sleep like a baby on those nights. Oh, dude. Every night I'm just like out, like at 10 p.m., like. Like, you know, college life, like, people go out, people have fun. But, like, me personally, like, I can't even, like, muster the strength to, like, get out of bed at 10 p.m. even if I wanted to. Like, it, it's tough. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, recovery, like, sleep has got to be the biggest thing. Um, and thankfully in college, like, there's so many, like, we have, like, an athletic trainer. Um, just, like, a lot of resources if we ever get hurt or anything. Like, we we have everything. So like, um, if you get hurt, like someone's there for you, if you are going through rehab, someone's there for you. There's just, there's just a lot of resources, um, just to, and you just got to be able to take advantage of all of them, honestly. Yeah. You know, definitely, you know, Auburn's the biggest school. They've got a lot of resources. Do you have any special, you know, events, memories or stories, you know, so far, um, with just Auburn or even tennis specifically, you know, you've been playing for a long time now. Um, I mean, you know, that's how I kind of got into tennis as well, just starting to play because a sibling played. But it's a great way to get into a sport. Um, you, you immediately have a friend in the sport, someone to play against, someone to challenge. Um, so, yeah, if you just want to talk about a story or an experience that you've had. um, Man, at Auburn alone, there's already been a lot, but there's a, there's been a lot overall. So just kind of like what, like just good memories, like in tennis as a whole. Yeah, some memories um, and stories that you remember specifically, you know, um, I remember, you know, one of the ones I can talk about is uh, my high school year of uh, senior year. Um, just like playing tournaments, you know, with my team. It's just an incredible experience having those teammates always there for you, um, always cheering you on, whether you win or lose. That was kind of one of the most transformative experiences for me, you know, bonding with my friends. Um, so anything like that, you know, 
Yeah, I would say, um, well, not this week because we're on Thanksgiving break, but last week was a very memorable week. It was, it's pretty much, our, it was our last week of training, like with the coaches as a team, um, because next week when we go back to class is a dead period before finals. But this week was crazy, man. Like just having a group of guys, like we did, we did a, like a max week. So we did like max squat and like max deadlift. And like, so whenever one of us would go for a max, we'd have like, you know, all like seven, eight guys just all surrounding this one guy, just hyping him up. It was, man, it was so crazy. And then we also had like, um, we run like a 5k, like on the road that we train on. Um, and so on Tuesday we had to run it and like get like a personal best. And then on Thursday we had to run it as a team in an Indian run. And like, it was just like, it was one of, it was it like both the runs were just were brutal, honestly, but like, um, just kind of having guys to do it with just makes things like so much more memorable. Like, um, our fifth year senior, he cut off like two minutes off his personal best that he got on Tuesday. Um, just because like, you know, we had all the guys there and he pushed, he pushed so hard. It was ridiculous. It was just like, just like memories like those are crazy. But, um, there's definitely a lot from Tucker. I would say a lot of the ones from Tucker that I had, um, were just like with the guys, um, you know, Declan, Walid, Alex, we just, you know, if I went into further detail, it probably wouldn't be PG, but, um, dude, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff, honestly. Just like the times we spent on and off the court were just very memorable. Right. And and the energy sounds absolutely electric. You know, like you said, when you have those guys pushing you, you, you accomplish things that you didn't think you could before. You know, it sounds like tennis is definitely, you know, such a big part of your life, consuming a lot of hours and has been such a big part of your life for so many years. But I also want to ask you, you know, how, how are classes going at Auburn? You know, you're studying pre-law, um, can be a difficult track. Um, any clubs or activities you're involved in besides tennis? Yeah, clubs and activities, dude, honestly, no time whatsoever. Like, like it's just, it's just like, it's a tough lifestyle, honestly, because it's just like tennis school and like study hours that we have to get. And then like, we might have a little bit of time on the weekends. Um, but honestly, like, I love it. Um, it's just like, classes have been good. Um I was honestly at one point really stressing about classes because like oh, I was like because going into college this is the first time I've been to like a public school or university or in right. class right. since like third grade. Um, yeah. So I was really I wasn't nervous, but like I just knew college would be so different from my high school. Like my high school was just like online academy. It was just really easy. Um, and Auburn's I mean, it's not easy. I don't think there's like any easy university out there um or college like all classes are like pretty tough i mean obviously like ivy leagues would probably be like a little bit tougher or a lot tougher um yeah, no, yeah classes are good classes are good um got all a's right now in the first semester you know did you go congratulations Whew. thank you bro i'm asian so you know i gotta help boost the team gpa a little bit if i can absolutely you know? that's, that's yeah, the job yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes sir yes sir no but like you said you know um switching from you were online schooled right for for high school yeah yeah you know i always regard you as a as a really social person but has there been kind of a transition socially too just you know going to a bigger college shifting from you know seeing people's faces on a screen on zoom online to going in person being in lectures you know what's that like for you yeah so my my high school i didn't even like attend a zoom meeting or like a, a or a lecture or anything i just oh, wow. yeah everything was just online just like you just kind of just like studied it on your own and just did everything on your own. But honestly, like 
I love going to class because like you just meet people and like you can form little study groups to study with them and you know you'll have you know maybe another athlete in that class and you can get closer to that athlete just from being in that class so um next semester I'm taking online because I'm redshirting and just kind of want to play like a lot of tournaments but after that when I'm just going to be like on playing college tournaments and you know having dual matches and stuff I'm gonna go back to in-person classes just because like I don't know it's just like you make like when you go in class like you actually I feel like you learn so much more than like if you were to ever like man look, I don't want to like sit on my computer and watch a lecture like I could be doing like you know probably not better things but like that's just the last thing I'd really want to do but like if you have class in person you just like you just kind of show up and it's just like you're gonna learn just from being there so i love going to class honestly yeah and i definitely think there's also an aspect to engagement you know um my junior year of high school i was completely online um back in tulsa and you know the school was only like 20 minutes away from me and you know covid and whole pandemic had happened but i just felt like i wasn't that engaged you know just with classes um learning wise like obviously the teachers did the best they could um but you know just from my effort perspective i don't think i put in that much time or effort yeah um, whether it was homework assignments or just like studying for an exam, there was always that, you know, assurance that like, oh, it's online. Like I can wake up like 10 minutes before class, put on a hoodie and just join the Zoom call. But now, you know, like I wake up, have to go take a shower, get breakfast. Um, you know, with independence, there also comes a lot more responsibility. And, you know, that's one thing I'm learning in college right now is in-person classes. I'm just, I'm learning so much. Um, I'm forced to draw diagrams, learn in class. You know, I'm taking a very interesting set of classes right now, kind of a mix of econ english and uh asian gaming which is a really cool class i get to design my own board game so i'm actually creating a variation of, of chess um now you played chess a little bit too right at rh dude it's crazy i didn't know how to play chess until i got to rh that's crazy, we, that's crazy. we literally had like trent brought like um this like chess master and we all had to play chess this one day like we had like an organized homeschool chess day and it was crazy like i mean Honestly, like, I'm so bad at chess, dude. Like, I cannot play. Like, I cannot I cannot win to save my life. But just, like, yeah, I like playing chess. It's just, like, it, it, it makes you think a little bit outside the box, but also in the box at the same time. But, yeah, we got into chess, like, as a club, like, really big at one point. And then, like, it was just a little phase. And then, like, yeah, we don't really play anymore. But Yeah, that's – no, that's interesting you mentioned that because the person that you're talking about who kind of, like, taught you, that's actually my coach. Um, You know, I used to take lessons from him when I was younger, and I was big into chess. And so when I saw that, I was like, whoa, like, that's crazy. Like, he's teaching other people, um, especially a bunch of tennis players. Some of my friends were, were in that class, you know, people like you were there. And I just thought it was a great, great opportunity for you guys to get to – know the activity that I have loved so much since childhood. And it's a huge, you know, strategy game. You you actually yeah. do things outside the box and um, just grow like your analytical and like critical thinking skills. So, so that's definitely great to hear. You know, as far as Auburn goes, you know, with this online class and everything, do you think Auburn's been pretty flexible and accommodating for, you know, obviously you're being into tennis, all these tournaments. Do you think they've been pretty flexible and accommodating to your schedule? Oh yeah, dude. They've been so good, honestly. Like, um all my professors like i'm taking all in person with this semester right now um but i've only played tournament once but if i were to go and play more like i could just like even if like attendance was like technically mandatory i'd be like hey like there's this tournament i was really wondering if i could play like is it okay if i go and they're all like super understanding and and they always kind of do like for a student athlete um and i think i would say for any student in general if there's anything that's really important that you want to do it's not like it's the end of the world and you have to show up to class. It's just like, they can really help you. Um, and then obviously when, when I can start competing for the university, then like, 
I would already get a university excuse absence. But like, I think it's really important just to like stay in touch with your professors and just like, you know, if, just even if you're on a club team or, or um, just kind of anything in general, just like having a good relationship with your professors is like really important. If like something comes up and you like really want to do it. Cause like, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's very important as well because a lot of the professors have done some really cool things that you have no idea about and they can connect you with an opportunity or tell you about a resource or something that you may not know. Um, you know, just at Michigan, I've met so many cool professors um, in so many different areas, uh, even the business school. I mean, so many of the professors have written such cool research papers about cryptocurrency, new investment strategies, stocks, and it's fun to read. And they can also guide you at resources and kind of advise you on um, a path to becoming successful and going on this journey. So, you know, obviously going through tennis and, and building, you know, yourself up as a player, there's been a lot of influential people who have helped you with your career so far, coaches, mentors, family, friends. If you want to take a moment, just reflect on that and talk about, you know, some important people in your life and how they've helped you grow on this journey and how they've helped you progress as a tennis player. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, definitely my, my family, Um, you know, my parents specifically, like, you know. Are they paying I you to say this? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, what's up? Wait, sorry, no, I didn't hear you. I said, are they paying you to say that? <laughs> ah, yeah, they, they are. They, they are. They are. Um, but um, yeah, my siblings got me into playing. And then ever since I started playing, like my parents have been so supportive. Like, you know, any tournament I ever want to play, I just like I tell them, hey, I want to play this tournament or I'm going to play this tournament. And they're like, OK. And they'll just like buy me a fire hotel. Like, you know, I'm just incredibly blessed to have like such great parents. And they're so supportive and like when I was younger, like, like my mom and like particularly was like really strict on me, really tough on me. And at the time, like, I didn't really understand it. I'm like, yo, that's Asian like, parents, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's what, like, I was like, man, like give me some room to breathe. Like, but like, as I got older, like they started like letting go of the reins a little bit more and more and just kind of let me like, you know, soar on my own a little bit. And, you know, looking back, like, I'm so grateful that like, you know, I have like a mom, a dad that like who cares so much about my career and really want me to do so well. Um, but yeah, my my parents have been the biggest influence in my life um, when it comes to playing tennis. Like they support me in anything I do. Like in, even if I told them right now and I'm like, hey, I don't want to play tennis anymore. Then they'd be like, OK, then like it's just like they'd understand. They're just like so understanding and supportive and like, man, love my parents, man um but great to hear what, what yeah, about uh, coaches and, and family and friends yeah oh in terms of, man um in terms of coaches um first and foremost i would say trent tucker and matthias um those two coaches have definitely been the most most influential in my in my tennis career i would say trent brought me in taught me like a lot of life lessons i'd say um especially at a younger age and then when i started working with matthias you know he drilled me with discipline and I grew so much from being with Matias and I, especially after he took over the academy, um, I felt I just was a lot more disciplined and I knew what I wanted. And he's had some really like deep talks with me about like, you know, just about life in general. And like, you know, Trent and Matias, they're both amazing coaches, but like, like I can also have like such a just chill and casual conversation with them. Like um, that I feel like a lot of players might not have because they might be a little bit tense to, you know, open up and be a little vulnerable. Um, but yeah, those coaches have been amazing. Um, I would say, uh, Eddie Jakes, Eddie Jakes is, uh, I work with him whenever I would say I, I work with him, like, like specifically in like privates, but like what he's, 
pretty much I'd say he's my coach whenever I'm like here at home. Um, you know, I always go and, and play at his club with his his son Parker Jakes, who's going to UGA and um dude, he just like he's helped me so much since a young age and I grew up playing here and he's helped me. Um who else? In terms of friends, dude, there's just there's not anyone I can say in specific because like I would say in tennis it's just like all your friends like as a whole just like you know they provide the social aspect you know you compete against your friends um you know you have fun with your friends so they just like facilitate growth in every way possible in tennis um and that's just kind of the beauty of it because we compete against each other but we're also friends um so i'd say all my friends you know at rh and even all across the u.s that i've played against you know i there's not really a single person that like i can think of that's just like an enemy you know like there's it's hard to make enemies unless you go out your way to like do it honestly um yeah just don't hook yeah. someone too many times uh, exactly exactly yeah and like even if you do hook someone like you know you can clear it up you can apologize or oh actually maybe not that um but sounds yeah, like, like experience from a professional hooker no i'm kidding <laughs> no dude you gotta do what it takes sometimes if you're not hooking you're not trying that's something trent tucker said right there it's a professional quote i want to get that branded um, yes, that's sir, great yes, to hear. It sounds like you've had some very transformative people, you know, in this experience, in this journey so far, some great friends, you know, just, I remember walking in for private lessons sometimes into RH um, or after school drills, I would see you there just having the time of your life, you know, laughing up with all your friends, talking with the coaches. Like you said, there was no, there's no formality there. You know, you were very close with these people. And that's one of the things I think that RH offered. It was great to, to talk to these people and just have a, a great community environment of people who just wanted to have fun and have, play tennis. Cause that was the end goal of it all. Yeah. You, know, you know, it's a, uh, it's great to watch, you know, college tennis as well, but I love watching professional tennis. I'm sure you, you know, you have your thoughts and opinions and love watching some players as well. So give me your, give me your takes. Who are your, some of your favorite players to watch? Um, you know, one of the recent events of, of Fed retiring got, got me in tears, man. I was watching that speech um, for Labor Cup and, you know, he, he, he lost that match with Nadal 9-11 and that tiebreaker, but um, just what a wonderful career, just such an inspiring person. Um just the definition of greatness, in my opinion. Bro, Roger's the GOAT. Roger was my favorite player growing up. I mean, I love that man. Like, Roger is just so elegant, just a beautiful man in general. Um, but, yeah, tennis, like, for me, tennis is just, watching tennis is not the same if Roger isn't there. Um, but Roger is definitely my favorite player, like, of all time. Like, um, But right now, I would say with the new generation, um, dude, I really like watching Felix play. Um, and I would say, I would say like from that middle, a little bit older generation, I like watching Dominic team play a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, those two guys, like, I just love their work ethic, very humble, good guys. Um, and you know, they got some greatness in them, I think. Yeah, any specific, yeah, absolutely. Any specific, uh, skills or like, you know, traits that they have, you know, um, backhand, forehand, volley, serve, any, any specific traits that you kind of like of these players? Um, honestly, I, at one point I drew a lot of inspiration from, uh, Dominic team, just the way he kind of plays and dictates with his foreign. Um, that's kind of something that I really want to implement in my game. Just like how well he's able to just like, you know, his backhand's good, but like, obviously his foreign is his weapon. He has a one E he's not like he's tall, but he's not like the most, the huge, most big guy on court. Like he's not going to just like bomb foreign serves, volleys, just everything like kind of like how Felix is. Um, but I just drew inspiration from Felix mainly because like 
I actually got to meet him um, when I played U.S. Open, and Guy was just, like, the nicest man, like, I've ever met in my life. Like, like he just, like, asked me, like, oh, how are you doing and stuff like that, and, like, if I'm playing juniors and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I just really like Felix because he's a nice dude. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, such a wonderful opportunity to get to meet, you know, a professional tennis player. That's a very cool experience. And, you know, it really sounds like you're doing really well at Auburn, all A's, uh, making the Asian parents proud. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Um, no, that's that's definitely great to hear. It's It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast, Nico. Thanks for joining me on, on Kicking It with Krish. Krish, thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. All right, that's a wrap. We will see you next time on Kicking It with Krish. Stay tuned.